Welcome to Prepare to Care, the ARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm Marie Pierre, your host for this podcast. All right, guys, it's Medicare season in Texas. If you or your loved one received Medicare, you probably already know that new Medicare cards are about to be sent out and they do not print your social security number on them. This change will help to prevent identity theft and other scams. But what else is new with Medicare? And what are some helpful tips for caregivers to keep in mind and help them navigate and manage Medicare claims and plans for their loved ones? To cover all of that and more, we've invited back one of our favorite guests, Andrew Hardwick, with the Public Affairs Department of Social Security Administration. Andrew is here to give us some insight about Social Security, Medicare, and some of his favorite suggestions for caregivers. Coming up on Prepare to Care. Andrew, welcome back. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. I always love to have you on the podcast because you can answer all of my questions. So, okay, I have one question for you. I keep receiving these pesky phone calls from whoever asking me to enroll in this plan or that plan right now. Number one, how do they know who I am? I have no idea. And what do they want from me? Well, what they want from you, basically, it's it's uh, open season, open enrollment season now from, from uh, October 15th to December 7th. So okay. what they're trying to do is trying to get you to switch... Uh, from traditional Medicare to go to a Medicare Part C plan. Uh, the Medicare Part C plan is what they call a Medicare Advantage plan, and it can be either an HMO-type plan or a PPO-type plan. So they, of course, their incentive is to try to get you to sign up for one of those. Now, those can be an, an advantage to people because uh, they can be money savers, but the... the um, Medicare Advantage plan, the one thing to keep in mind is if you have a um, HMO type plan is that you have to use the doctors that are in network because if you go out of network, then most probably your plan is not going to cover it. So, you know, the, your choice is more limited than with traditional Medicare. But then again, you probably will be saving a lot of money because if you have traditional Medicare, uh, you know, you have a deductible with Part A, uh, you have a deductible with Part B, you have a premium with Part B, uh, and then you have also, if you want, A and B don't provide drug coverage. So if you're on prescription drug coverage and you have traditional Medicare, you have to also sign up for Medicare Part D. And that it usually involves a monthly premium and depending on your plan, deductibles and co-pays and things like that. All right, so let's get back to the primer. Medicare Part A that covers hospitals. Right. Medicare Part B? Doctor. Doctor? Yes. Medicare Part C? Medicare Part C is called Medicare Advantage Plan. Usually it, it's A, B, and D, D all together. D all together. Yes. And Medicare Part D is prescriptions. Right. If you have traditional Medicare A and B, you need Part D in order to pay for your prescriptions. The only time A and B will cover prescriptions are if you're hospitalized. But Got out it. of the hospital, you need a Part D plan. So the choices are somebody can go to what we call traditional Medicare and they get A, B, and D. Or they go to the Advantage plan, which is called Medicare Part C, and encompasses everything. Right. But in order to sign up for Medicare Part C, you have to be on traditional Medicare A and B. So you have to sign up for A and B first. Anyway. Right. Oh, right. okay. Right. So folks out there, you need to sign up for Medicare A and B. 
And if you are with A and B, then you have a choice of maybe electing C, which then will cover everything, including your prescription. Uh, but then there might be some restrictions that apply, typically that are linked to the network. Right. And there might be some Part C plans that don't include uh, prescription drugs. So you got to check and see and make sure that that Part C plan that you've chosen also includes a prescription drug plan. Because if they don't, then you're going to go with Part D, which right. is prescription only. Right. Okay. Now, I heard something, maybe it's a rumor, that once you sign up for Part C, you can go back to the regular Medicare. True false? You can. You, you can. can. There's, there's times when 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 you have uh, open season and you can switch from C back to traditional Medicare or you can go from one part C to another part C. There's also uh, open enrollment, for instance. Let's say you're in a part C plan and you move to another state. Right. Chances are that that what whoever's covering you that private plan is it may not be in that other state so they would give you an open enrollment so you could have a chance to sign up for part c plan in that new state of course traditional medicare a and b they're they're in all the states but not d now because again d like c is administered through private plans so you have to see if the part d plan that you have here most likely it will not be in another state, but you would have open enrollment where you could sign up for Part D plan in the new state. So you if you move or if your loved one moves and, and you're the primary caregiver, check that out with your state right. and, and make sure you're covered. Right. So tell us a little bit. I've heard a lot about Medicare scams. What are those? Like What, what are people trying to do? Um, well, like Social Security scams, what they do is they call you on the phone and they say, uh, you know, I'm calling from Center for Medicare Medicaid Services. I'm calling from Medicare uh, we've heard, you know, there's been a lot of scams. We need to verify s certain things about your record or in order for you to get the new card, the new Medicare card, we need to verify certain information. Uh, could you please verify your s social security number, your name, your address and things. And of course they've caught you with that. So, so, uh, what I'm told is even though I work for social security, I don't work for CMS, but having been with CMS, uh, folks, uh, what they say, they're not, they're not really they don't call you. Medicare doesn't call you. CMS doesn't call you up. So uh, Social Security does once in a while. But what I say is uh, if, if someone calls you and claims to be from Medicare, just uh, get their name or where they're calling from and then hang up and then call the 1-800-MEDICARE number and let them know about the scam that's going on. I know that Better Business Bureau has a Medicare patrol and they, they kind of, they do this investigations also of uh of these fakers and stuff and you got to be careful uh sometimes you get like emails and from what i understand is the emails look pretty gen genuine they have the actual the actual um uh I, the seal or whatever the seal, it is that's yeah. the word the seal uh -huh. and if it's on the phone sometimes even your phone will identify the scammer as as somebody calling from from cms or something but don't fall for that now if it's somebody somebody claiming to call from social security uh, get their name what office they work work at get their phone number and say hey i'll call you back and then call the 1-800 social security number 1-800 772-1213 and say, hey, I just got a call from so-and-so. This is what they claim their their um, uh, position is with the agency. They're asking me for this information. Do you have on your list, do you have such an employee uh, listed that's working out of this facility? And we'll be able to let you know. And, and also, we'll probably be able to tell because it'll probably be on the screen uh, 
of your case, it'll say if if you know what what we're looking for we're and looking why the for. phone call was initiated and all that kind of stuff. And then you can call back that person at at the at Social Security and say, okay, I just verified that information, and that's good. There's nothing wrong with it. I tell folks, I say, look, uh, go to socialsecurity.gov or ssa.gov, type in Andy Hardwick or Andrew Hardwick. You'll see the information about me. You can verify. You can call the 800 number and see that you know I'm I'm, I'm open to it. There's nothing. I have nothing to hide so the person should have nothing to hide it, you know you should be able to verify that without any problem so really the bottom line is don't ever give your social security number and your date of birth to anybody over the phone especially no, no. during open enrollment time yeah not unless you're absolutely sure you you know who you're talking to or you initiated the call so right. you know that it's that's, that you're contacting a legitimate source then you can share that information otherwise do not do that Okay, so let's go back to all those plans. It's open enrollment, all those plans. Like, how, how do people choose between plans? It's like, it looks to me like it's a jungle out there. Right. It is, it is. And <laughs> okay. it can be very confusing. So I would say there's three ways, okay? You can, uh, you can go to the plan itself and talk to the person. But uh, the only caution I would give about that is if you go to a certain plan, you know that they're going to sell you that plan because you wouldn't go to a Toyota dealer and and buy a Volkswagen right. or a Cadillac or something like that. You know they're going to tell you that the Volkswagen, uh, if, or they're going to tell you that the Toyota is the greatest car that was ever done. And I mean that's their business. Right. So if you go to a, a Part D provider or a Part C provider, they're going to of course try and sell you on their plan. So the question is, how do we compare? Uh, if you go to if you go to Medicare's website, which is www.medicare.gov, uh, there's a plan finder there. You can put in. I know for Part D prescriptions, you can put in the different um, medications you take, and they'll give you a comparison. They'll give you the three cheapest plans for based on the zip code you put in. Okay. And I imagine that for Part C, it should be the same thing. You you put in your zip code, and you and they'll give you the the Part C plan. Now, uh, they'll give you three Part C plans and then you can choose between those. Now, uh, you can also call 1-800-MEDICARE. It's a 24-7 live person. Okay, so 1-800, whatever the letters Medicare stand for. Okay. That's a live person and you can talk to them and say, hey, I, this is my zip code. I live in this area and I am looking for a Part C plan and I'm kind of confused about all there is. A, they can also help you out wait wait so i'm like i'm awake at 2 a.m and i feel like checking on my medicare plan i can really call something someone at medicare will answer that number yes ma'am as a matter of fact that's a great time to call because you don't have a lot of competition okay guys i mean i hear like i was talking to a friend of mine and, and she's like she wakes up in the middle of the night to do her puzzle joanna if you're listening call medicare this is a good time to do it like 1 a.m. to 2.30 a.m., right? right. Nobody's on the line. That's right. Absolutely right. This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. (laughs) So let's talk about that new card. There's a new Medicare card that's coming out. What is that about? Okay. You know how for years Social Security has always told people, don't carry your Social Security card with you because if it gets lost or gets in the wrong hands, people are going to open up accounts, credit card accounts or whatever with your Social Security number. But the Medicare cards had Social Security numbers on. And people would carry them around because they would go to the doctor. And every time they went, or if it was a new doctor, first thing they asked for was, can I see your Social Security card? Well, uh, now 
in response to that, Congress said, you know, this is crazy. you got to come up with another system that doesn't have Social Security numbers on the Medicare card. Because the Medicare card up to now had uh, either one of two, well, it had either your own Social Security number or if you were getting benefits under, let's say, a parent, a disabled adult child that was right. getting benefits under parent, or if you had a spouse that was getting benefits under his or her spouse, it was their number not yours. But anyway, it was still a social security number and something, you know, harm could be done using that number. So now what they came up with a new system and now it's basically um, numbers and letters and things like that kind of assigned by a computer. So so those cards will be arriving. The, the Texas mail out started in September, but it's going to go on for a couple of months. So uh, the 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 worried that everybody has is, well, how come my neighbor got their card and I haven't gotten mine yet? Or how come my spouse got their card and I haven't got mine yet? Uh, there is no rhyme nor reason to who gets what when. They're just they're doing the, the mail out for Texas in the next couple of months. And just because your spouse gets it doesn't mean you you should have gotten it at the same like time. How many million people in Texas are going to get that new card? Uh, several million. I don't... Uh, I don't have off so the top of So it takes time, right? It goes in batches. It will take time, okay. yes. All right. yes. And not in alphabetical order, no, so no, don't worry no. about it. Don't worry about it, yeah. Uh, now, um, we have the, the instructions from CMS is if you don't get your new card by April of 2019, uh, give them a call. Call 1-800 number, which uh, I, I told you I didn't have the numbers, but I do. It's 1-800-633-633. 4227 1-800-633-4227 and you can call and say hey it's april i still haven't got my card which by the way you can still use your old card till december 31st or through december 31st 2019 but beginning january 1st 2020 a year from this coming january uh no the old cards will no longer be accepted so so in the meantime, if you haven't gotten your new card, keep using your old card. Now, once you get the new card, destroy your old card. That's, that's the instructions because, again, if it falls into the wrong hands, it has a Social Security number right. on it. So wait, does this mean also that when I go to the doctor, they are not going to need my Social Security number anymore? They will file my claims based on my Medicare number? Uh, right. They're going to base it. Uh, the doctors and other health care providers know that it's coming, and they're going to ask for the new Medicare card if you have it. And then um, uh, that's that's what they're going to file the claims under, okay. that number. So if your doctor's office asks for your Social Security number, you should say, you don't need it, really. Right. Because right. my Medicare number is right. all that you need. Right. Okay. Because I think there's some people who think, well, the, the fraud can happen in an office, can happen anywhere, you know. So Yeah, it could. It could. I mean, there's unscrupulous people everywhere. So, you know, anybody has uh, um, anybody has access to your number one way or the other. Uh, they could they could do harm right and and make sure to destroy that new card because right. that's a common mistake of people of showing up with the old card right right, right. so um so what are some of the resources like okay so right now is open enrollment time right, right? what do you recommend that people look at their plan every year or if they are happy, they should just re-enroll. Like if they're happy with their current situation, they're already enrolled. Do they need to do anything? No, they don't need to do anything. They don't have to re-enroll. But what I would suggest is usually the plans send out 
like literature and tell you of any changes, you know, changes coming up for 2019. So look at that and make sure that they're not something, some benefit that you really liked. And uh, now they decided, well, we're not going to provide that benefit this year. So you need to check that. May also make sure with your the treating doctors that they're still on, they're still in network because you don't want to, you know, this was, well, I really like this doctor. I really like the treatment, but next year he's not going to be on it. So you have to decide, well, do I have to look for a new plan that where this doctor is on this plan or do I have to go back to traditional Medicare, whatever, those are choices that you're going to have to make. So you, maybe you should call your doctor's office and that's any they plan to, to, to be there. Make sure that he or she is still on the plan. So for a lot of people, and I say that because in my regular job, I, I, I deal with benefits. All of this sounds Greek to them, right? And they need some help. So who do they turn to? The magical number where you call Medicare at 1 a.m.? Well, I would call Med- Medicare at that at that 1-800 number. They also have some kind of uh, Medicare-like navigators. There, there are people out there that um, that, that kind of help people go through the, uh, you know, uh, understand Medicare a little bit better. Uh, I, I don't know, I, I you know, being working for the federal government, I can't tell you, I don't know how to contact them. Maybe you could go Google and just put Medicare Navigator and see what organizations there are out there. Because um, I know there are there are organizations there that are me- city and county and state organizations, mainly city and county, I would say, that are out there that will help you kind of understand a little bit better the way this thing works. And I will tell you, as far as Social Security goes, our website has won awards for how easy it is to understand. So we have some information about Medicare also uh, because we sign people up for traditional Medicare A and B. And this is an important point. We do not sign people up for Medicare Part C or Medicare Part D because those are administered through private plans. So you can't come to Social Security and say, well, now I want to drop A and B. I want to go to C. We, we don't have the training for that. We, we don't know how to do that. So you either contact the Medicare at the 1-800-MEDICARE number or go to a private plan and go that way or go online at the Medicare website and pick a plan that way. But at Social Security, we can't help you with that. I will tell you that if you do lose your Medicare card, um, we have what's called the My Social Security account. If you have a My Social Security account and you need a new Social Security card, and you're not changing your name, or you've lost your Medicare card, and you need a new Medicare card, you can request one through your My Social Security account, and the Medicare card will be sent in 30 days. The Social Security card will be sent in two weeks. Okay, that's pretty cool. Speaking of Social Security, everybody wants to know, right? You know what they want to know. Right. What do they want to know? Cost of living Cost of living increase, right. Cost of living increase is determined by the Department of Labor. They look at the previous uh, 12 months or so, and especially close to uh, the end of the year, how how prices have gone up, certain prices, and they are the ones that determine uh, whether we're going to get a cost of living or we're going to, or we're going to, if we do get one, how high it's going to be. So um, the announcement has not come through yet. Uh, like the announcement for the new Medicare premiums, usually uh, they come in tandem. One, one, one is made, Social Security makes the announcement, then Medicare does. So usually that's done in October. We've just started the month of October. I would think that pr- 
probably sometime before the end of the month, Social Security will make the announcement that what the cost of living increase is for for um, uh, next year. And my understanding is if you have a My Social Security account, Social Security is actually going to send you that information electronically. So okay. besides announcing it, you're going to get that electronically. Oh, by the way, the increase is in, in for January is so-and-so. Now, um, there have been some calls to change the way that cost of living formulary is is calculated, but that's up to Congress. They they have to uh, because they don't include certain certain uh, costs in there. And people say like you know like medicine costs. Medicine goes up, even the the copay and deductibles and stuff. Uh, and it's it's you know it's a tough deal for older people. So can't you take that into consideration? They could, but they have to change the formula. It's it's not in legislation right now, so they have to change. The way they do it in order to uh, in order to uh, take that into consideration all right so uh, guys it's coming we're going to know hopefully in a few weeks right 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 okay so um, um, this is about all the time that we have to do but but before we go um, Andrew if you had one piece of advice for this open enrollment season what would that be I would say the best place where to find the information about this is go to Medicare's website, medicare.gov, G-O-V, and also about Social Security, socialsecurity.gov or ssa.gov. We have information about, some information about basic Medicare and a lot of information about Social Security. Uh, please see what you can do online if you're comfortable doing that. Otherwise, contact Medicare by phone. They will help you navigate the system and pick out what you think is best for you. And if it doesn't work out, there are times during the year when, when you can switch from one plan to another. And uh, so you're not stuck forever with one plan or another. And one thing I just need to remind folks, you know, sometimes as uh, summer comes or autumn, whatever, people like to take cruises and stuff. Just remember, once you leave United States waters, Medicare does not cover you. That's when you need travel insurance. Yes, ma'am. Travel insurance or get one of those supplementary plans. Find out if they do cover you outside the U.S. But Medicare will not cover you outside the United States for doctor or hospital. All right. Thank you. Give us that magical middle-of-the-night number to call Medicare again. The the number to call Medicare is 1-800-633-4227. If you forget, it's just 1-800-MEDICARE, whatever those letters stand for. All right, 1-800-MEDICARE, middle of the night. Here we go. Today, we've spoken with Andy Hardwick, Public Affairs Specialist with the Local Social Security Administration. Andy, thank you again for coming today. My pleasure. Thank you very thank you very much for inviting me. If you want to find out more about tips and program Andy shared with us today, please visit the Social Security website at www.ssa.gov. If you thought this podcast was helpful, or if you have friends who have struggled with accessing their Social Security benefits, please invite them to follow the Prepare to Care podcast at iTunes, SoundCloud, or at www.arp.org slash HoustonPTC. Also, if you like this podcast, go on iTunes, give us a review, like us, encourage other people to follow this podcast. Thanks for listening, and as always, thanks for caring. All right.